a lot of the notes from Mortis come from a really old binder that George has that has his original writings on what the Force is and what makes it up. The core of the Force. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got the dark side, the light side. Something I really want to talk about in today's episode is about Peridia. Now, originally I think it was in the second episode where Balin said that this is a place where a lot of power exists and that the Jedi used to talk about this back in the day of the Jedi Temple before Order 66. And to that I was always like, well, are there other species there? Could it possibly be the Vong, the Yuzon Vong who had organic weapons? Could it possibly be the Rakata who were like the very beginning of all evil civilizations, so to speak? Uh, nasty, nasty beings and creatures. And, you know, we had a, a mention of the Rakata in Andor. Or is there something more to this place where maybe it's about magic, it's about spells, it's about something much more dangerous than the Force itself? Once we finally got there in Episode 6, I was like, oh, this is the Night Sister place. Okay, so this is a place that has more power than the Force, but it's not about that. There was a line near the end, sort of mid-Episode 6, where Balin and Shin are speaking. They're talking about how... This place calls to Balin. And Shin says, and I'm paraphrasing, she says, well, if the witches are so afraid of this place, that's clearly the reason why they're leaving. And Shin says that the witches are leaving, so clearly they're afraid of whatever's here, and they don't want to be here anymore, so why does her master, why does Balin? And he says, perhaps there's something far greater that they fear in this place than we have any idea about. Now, in the world of Star Wars... Palpatine didn't fear anyone, but he was nervous about Mother Talzin. Mother Talzin was the night sister of Dathomir, and this is where I think all of these grandmothers are going. Mother, Mother Talzin was a mother of Dathomir. She was literally the, the grandmother. She was extremely powerful, and we see a lot of her powers, of course, in the Clone Wars, but I think a lot even more in the Son of Dathomir comic run, which I'm hoping that we get to see one day in live-action... <laughs> or animated at the very least, which would be fantastic. So what I'm thinking Peridia is, is that it really has nothing to do with magic or anything like that that Balin is after. Balin Skoll, his last name is the Norse wolf that follows the sun. Now there's also a play on the words there, follows the sun, the sun of Mortis, the embodiment of the dark side. Balin's lightsaber is orange. This is indicative of his more so dark energy, dark affinity to the force and I believe that the son of Mortis is calling to him. I believe Peridia is a gateway into Mortis itself. I believe Peridia can grant whoever is being called to it perhaps a portal or something where they can enter this realm that will allow them to maybe harness the powers of the Mortis gods, maybe be able to speak to the son of Mortis we do know that something was calling out to Palpatine as well, and he, even he could not figure it out. In one of the novels, I forget I forget which novel it was, I think it was like Tarkin, or I can't remember the novel exactly, but it was one of the novels where, and you guys fill me in in the comments, let everyone know, because I, I can't remember. It was one of the novels where Palpatine is like reaching out into the Force, and he senses something way beyond, it's not, it's not Exegol or anything like that, it's someone who's calling to him in a distant galaxy, realm, whatever it might be. And this, I think, is the same thing that's reaching out to Balin, and this could be the, the son. Could be the father, could be whatever, but I think it's the son, the embodiment of the dark side. Because, you know, Balin's skull, the Norse wolf that chases the sun, is chasing the sun. 
And uh, to that, I say this opens a world of crazy possibilities that we have no idea where this could lead. Maybe he'll become the sun. Maybe the sun will possess him and the sun will take on his form or perhaps take on his life force and be able to walk amongst the living in a, a corporeal way, perhaps. I, I'm not really sure exactly what Dave has planned, but I wouldn't be surprised if this place now with that one line that Balin said is going to lead us to a much higher form of power that has nothing to do with magic or the force, but rather the pure embodiment of the dark side itself. And to that I say, wow, that's going to be just a, just, I, I, I can't even come up with different, I mean, there's different million different theories for it, but it, like to me, that's a world of, and look, I might be wrong, but when he said that the witches are obviously fearful of this place and that's why they're leaving, that to me made something click where I'm like, this dude is literally after something that's extremely dangerous and extremely powerful. And in the Star Wars universe, we'll make Yoda and Palpatine and everyone else kind of look like a chump because this is going beyond the force. This is kind of like what, so you guys remember the wills? The wills were these like ancient gods, these ancient deities. And we have two gods in Star Wars. We have the wills and we have the Mortis. We have the Mortis family, the son, daughter, father, and you know, the mother Abeloth, but that's like legends. Could it be he's going after the wills who taught Qui-Gon Jinn how to transform himself into the force and still stay alive? Who then taught Yoda, who then taught Obi-Wan, who then taught Anakin and so on? Or is he actually going to the embodiment of the dark side, which is the son of Mortis? And as we have seen, Dave has said that the Mortis God, the Mortis arc is not done yet. I think George really started to delve back into the mythology that he created about the force itself. And we started to see some of those elements be personified in the father, the son, and the daughter. George is highly involved in all aspects of this series, but when we deal directly with the Force, um, Christian Taylor and I feel very strongly that, you know, that word has to come directly from George. A lot of the notes from Mortis come from a really old binder that George has that has his original writings on what the Force is and what makes it up. The core of the Force. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got the dark side, the light side. One is selfless, one is selfish. And you want to keep them in balance. Slowly, over time, things will start to become more clear about Mortis. We aren't done exploring the nature of the Force and the kind of bigger mythical questions that we began to ask in the Mortis trilogy. Always in Motion is the future, and the Clone Wars future is in motion right now, working on future episodes that will continue this rather intriguing arc that George has brought to light after many years. And so from what Dave said, it's leading me to believe that, you know, this place is really far beyond just, you know, like the the magic witches of Dathomir, the magic witches of Peridia. This is now leading us into a completely different game that Palpatine was even searching for and couldn't find. And he had like beacons all throughout the galaxy to find this, but he couldn't. And I don't think it's Exegol. Screw that crap. I think this is something else. I think this is the Mortis gods or it's the wills but you guys let me know in the comments below. I think this could be absolutely huge if they play it that way. And if it's not, then I guess, you know, we'll find out and we'll see what happens. But either way, I'm very excited. I think this could lead us to a whole new, not even galaxy, but different realm, different understanding of everything in Star Wars. So let me know what you guys think in the comments below. Thanks so much for listening and watching today's vid. And I'll see you all in the next one. Until then, remember the Force will be with you always. <laughs>